Hey, welcome everybody. This is the South Flat Football Guys Podcast. I am your host. With me, as always, we've got Adam Sidek. We've got Robbie Larson. And special appearance, uh, social media extraordinaire, uh, brother Jeff Larson in the house. Welcome. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for having me on, guys. Longtime listener, big time fan. Oh, my gosh. We, we have loved your work uh, on the social media for us, and we are glad to have you... Uh, on the air with us here, uh, helping us out with our picks this week. Uh, it's our Thanksgiving episode, so uh, lots to be thankful for. We're definitely thankful for all the listeners. And, uh, you know, just a reminder to go out there and, and leave a review uh, if you guys are thankful for us, um, as we would really appreciate it. But um, I, I don't know, guys. I'm excited to get into the Thursday uh, Thanksgiving slate and then the full Week 12 slate here. But, uh, before we do that, we should probably check in with how we did last week, and uh, you know, it it wasn't uh, it wasn't great. Uh, I'll start with myself. Uh, I had Ravens minus six against the Bears. This was this was uh, this was pre you know plague Lamar. Uh, so let's keep that in mind. So I missed. But yeah, uh, Ravens did not uh, did not cover the six. Unfortunately, yeah, that's not fair with Lamar being out, and yeah, uh, it's even Hollywood Brown was out. Like that, yeah. that offense, like it, they still they didn't couldn't do a whole lot, but they did just enough to beat the Bears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, they could have easily covered six if both of those guys played. One hundred percent, easy. That was that was bullshit. We're gonna save the uh, the good for last, but uh, so Adam, that means you're up next. Cowboys money line. Oh. So I missed. It, Again, not fair that Amari Cooper was out. Like it, it, it's yeah. tough, like predicting these games on Wednesday, especially in COVID times, because you don't know what's happening. Yeah, CD Lamb getting hurt at halftime with the concussion didn't, help, didn't help either. No, 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 no. Yeah, that was a that was a low scoring game with the fifty five and a half or fifty six and a half over under. That what did it? They didn't even get to thirty. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild, uh, wild game there. It's a wild AFC West. Um, and then uh, we've got uh, Robbie. You had the Pats minus six and a half on Thursday night. Congratulations. Hey. One for three. Um, so those are the lead pipe locks from last week. Now let's check in with the podcast parlay. Uh, Seahawks plus two and a half. So I missed. That wasn't particularly close. Uh, we had the Packers minus two and a half. So I they lost outright, and we had the Panthers minus three and a half. So I missed three for three. If you want to look at it one way, were, were any of those close? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the Seahawks line moved in our favor <laughs> once Kyler was ruled out, but <laughs> they didn't do anything. Yeah. So uh, if you're if your glass half uh, full, we were three for three on being wrong. So um, you know if these trends continue. <laughs> it was a it was a troublesome troublesome week for the South Lot football guys. But uh, you know what? We're we're gonna recover. Um, we're still uh, we're still doing pretty good on the year. We'll check in here on our overall stats. So uh, against the spread, Robbie in first place between the three of us, eighty eight seventy six and one. That's pretty nice. And then, Adam, you and I are tied at 84-80-1. It's a nice work there. Uh, on our confident picks against the spread, I'm 22-25-1, uh, so a little below. Adam, 528-28-1. Robbie, 29-27-1. Uh, 
Uh, on the over-under confidence picks, we have uh, Robbie coming in at 21-22. and 22. Adam, 31-21. and 21. That's where uh, the money's being made. And then I'm at 26-19. and 19. So, uh, yeah, you know, we'll keep it rolling here. Uh, it's a Thanksgiving episode. we got a lot to get to. Um, Jeff, why don't you do us the honors here? Why don't, why don't you plug the social media accounts for us? Uh, give, them, give them the handle. Tell, us, you know, tell them all the great work you're doing over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, me, me and the team have put together. Um, me and the team are the cats that hang out with me as I post these things. Uh, but follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SL football guys. Yep. Uh, SL football guys. Exactly how it sounds. Yeah. Don't overthink it. The picks. Uh, yeah. The picks are good. The the comedy. The, is, the memes it, are yeah, on point oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. If you guys like really chopped up and uh, like mediocre Photoshop, like come to that account. Well, you've gotten into the gift game recently. Oh yeah, got yeah. into the gift game. Yeah, big fan it's, of the gift game. Gift, it's good for all. Gift or GIF? I thought it was GIF. GIF is the peanut butter. I always say GIF. GIF is the peanut butter. When I heard somebody say it's GIF, it's no, like, no, that's no, incorrect. No, no, that's we, not how it's a, it's a hard G. We have yeah. context for, a, for GIF. Yeah. It's, it's out there. It's with a J. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. Well, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, make sure you guys are uh, following us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Jeff's doing great stuff over there. Uh, and it's, it's honestly comical, especially when we lose because, uh, you know, Jeff is impartial and he just roasts us, which is fun. Oh, I'm uh, I'm, I'm not impartial. I just love roasting you guys. <laughs> so you're biased towards roasting us. Yeah, so many needs. I ignore it when you guys succeed. <laughs> That's when you choose to uh, not log in for the day. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but uh, guys, uh, you know, no no commercial this week. Uh, just want to say that we're thankful for all of our sponsors for being a part of. Uh, you know the season thus far and uh you know we'll we'll have more great sponsors coming up uh as the season comes but definitely thankful for uh all the people putting the money into the show keeping the lights on yep okay so uh ready to uh, jump into the week 12 slate and of course we start with our thanksgiving day games and uh you know just an eyesore for the american public uh everybody has to watch it for some reason um it's the Bears taking on the Lions in Detroit. I don't know why. Though. Hopefully this is before people eat. Because like, you're yeah. just going to lose your appetite. <laughs> this is, is kind of like the hangover game. Like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Where you're, you're, this just, is you're just recovering. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a tough one. I, you know, I feel bad for the Lions fans. Like, the Lions fans don't want this them to be in the spotlight year after year on this day. Like, you know, Detroit hasn't had a peaceful, nice, calm Thanksgiving in, like, 50 years because of this. Um but, uh, yep, it's it's Bears-Lions. Uh, Lions are at home here, and they are three-point underdogs uh, with the over-under set at 41-and-a-half. Uh, this is a uh, pretty interesting game here. Um, we're going to actually start it off with uh, Robbie because uh, you've got some interesting takes. Yeah, you know, this is going to be definitely an interesting game. I know I think both sides are going to want the Lions to win, especially reports coming out that uh, Nagy might get canned after this game. So th- this would be an icing on the cake. Um, I'm, honestly, I'm not so sure the players are going to see it that way. I, I, I think the players are going to still come out and try to win it because, I mean, they're, they're professionals. I, um, I, I don't think that's going to have a huge effect on it impact on the Bears to be honest um but uh you know the Lions are in a good spot here Bears are going to be missing uh, quite a few p- players uh key players uh you know Cleo Max is 
done for the season. Akeem Hicks is already ruled out. Eddie Jackson might not play. Justin Fields is already ruled out. So you're getting the the Andy Dalton show right here. Uh, Goff is looking like he's likely to play, which is definitely good for the Lions. So, you know, this definitely fares more favorably for the Lions right now. And, you know, this is a very good shot for them to get their first win of the season on Thanksgiving. Um, so I'm, I'm going to side with the Lions here. Um, you know, I, I don't really like it because the Bears have had the Lions numbers, especially on Thanksgiving, it seems, in recent years. So um, I'm probably not going to t- touch that part of this game. But what I really do like is um, a prop bet that I'm looking at. And this this is going to be DeAndre Swift scoring a touchdown in this. And you know what? I'm going to just say it. This is going to be my lock of the week. But it's a lock. No. Yeah, this, this is going to be a, another Thursday game for me. You know, it seems like that worked well for me last week, so I'm going to do it again. Why not? Um, you know, I, I the thing I like about DeAndre Swift scoring a touchdown in this is that, well, you know, I kind of mentioned it. Cleo Mack and Keem Hicks, they're, they're out for this one, and Bears have been very susceptible to allowing touchdowns to the running back position so far this year. They only have not let a running back score um, in two games, and that was against the Bengals in Week 2 and the Lions in Week 4. Um, so what makes it different this time for me that the Lions, I think, will actually put run one in the end zone? Well, I, DeAndre Swift's definitely a lot healthier than he was then. Uh, it seems like he's really coming into his own element and kind of taking lead back role, especially since uh, Jamal Williams has been hurt and you know, that this Lions team, they they like to run the ball. Uh, I think they're going to be able to put one in the end zone here. And, you know, um, you know, I think some of my uh, cohorts here, you know, uh, they, they, they might agree that this might be leaning more of an over on this 41 and a half. Um, but, you know, I, maybe that was a little bit of a spoiler alert right there. But I'll let you guys talk about that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm... Uh... You know, I'm kind of like a restaurant owner who's, you know, underwater on four, four different loans. I just, I want to see the place burn down at this point. I am rooting for the Bears to just, you know, be an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, Bears, how are they favored in this game? I, I don't, I am stunned by this, especially with Goff. Well, uh, Tony Romo last week was just preaching about how good this Bears team <laughs> yeah. was. I... My my eyes tell me something different. Uh, I was frankly very surprised to see that the uh, the Bears are favored in this game uh, on the road with Goff uh, starting. Uh, I love the Lions plus three in this one. I'll I'll be betting on them. And then uh, yeah, I mean Robbie, you you hit on all the uh, defensive injuries uh, for the Bears right now. And uh, honestly, I I don't think they're going to be able to uh, make. Uh, many stops out there. Uh, I'm not anticipating an overly defensive game by any stretch. I think uh, Goff will be able to move the ball. You touched on how uh, the Bears are giving up points in the running game. Um, so I personally uh, think the Lions will cover here, and I like the over 41.5. Uh, Adam, what do you think? I love both those, yeah. I actually just got a notification on my phone that there was a Fire Nagy chant at a wrestling event at downtown Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Wintrust uh, Arena. So, I mean, I think, I mean, everyone, Bears fans, Lions fans, everyone's rooting for the Lions to win this one. Um, you know, I, 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 Robbie, you said that that probably had, doesn't have an effect on the players. I, I, I tend to agree, but in this instance, it might. Um so I, I love the Lions plus three, um, and I also really love that over. I think right now the Lions have a better offense than the Bears, and 
Both defenses are not good. Bears have been trending down for the last three, four weeks. So getting this at 41 and a half, I know it's a really short week, but um, I'm expecting that over to hit. Jeff, uh, what are you thinking? I'm going to take the ball and run the exact opposite direction. You guys take all your points, go the opposite way. Okay. Uh, you know, I think I think all the fire Nagy chants this week and all this talk about, like, Nagy getting fired is really going to fire up the Bears. It's kind of a reflection of you. You know, I'm, I'm just praying that they care enough to go out there and beat a team that hasn't won this year. I, I, I'm, I'm taking the Bears to cover. And honestly, I took an alternate alternate line and did a, like a, picked them to cover a 5.5. Whoa, okay. So I'm, I'm thinking bad. they're going to come out hungry. And you know what? Andy Dalton's one of the best backups in the league. I like him. He yeah. always looks good when he's out there. Yeah, I mean, they looked better uh, at least this last Sunday with uh, Dalton under center and uh, than Fields. But, yeah, uh, he knows how to run the offense. He does, yeah. No, I mean, I think the Bears, you know, kind of along the points of the over here, that's kind of one of the reasons why I like it is I think, you know, Dalton's capable and he'll be able to do enough for the Bears to uh, to get that over 41.5 to hit. But uh, yeah. This Lions win. Yeah, yeah. I just want to. Yeah, we were in the same exact spot last year, and, like, the Bears decided to win, like, four in a row. Like, it was over. It was done. Everybody was getting fired. And then it was like, actually, we're going to play in that wild card game. You know, I I just don't (laughs) think Maggie really loses the locker room as much as people think. I think he's actually. Most guys come out and talk about how they don't think, like, you know that they this is like a negative locker room atmosphere. You're like like they're three and seven. You know they just act like it's you know whatever. You know you say whatever you need to. to the I, I just wish but, he would lose the locker room like he lost his hair. I could say that because I'm balding, but you know. Hey, me too. Yeah. <laughs> well, he can work at a visor retail store once he's can. That's right. Or McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. That's right. McDonald's. Yeah, they wear visors, so he's perfect. <laughs> All right, well, that is enough uh, Bears-Lions uh, for everybody. I think the nation is going to have enough of those two yeah. 20 minutes into that game. Yep, so uh, if you're not force-fed enough, uh, you can always watch Bears-Lions. Uh, next game up, uh, also Thanksgiving, uh, a staple is the Cowboys, and they are at home hosting the Raiders in this one. Uh, Cowboys are seven-point favorites despite being without uh, the two big wide receivers. Uh, they are out CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper this week. CD Lamb might play. Is will he? I thought oh, he was yeah, out. I think it's almost probable at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh... Yeah, I heard good chance. Okay. Well, then uh, CD and well, Mari's out, but CD and uh, Gallup should be good to go uh, for this one. So Cowboys seven point favorites, and the over under in this one set at fifty and a half. Uh, Robbie, why don't you start this off? Yeah. Um... You know, this Cowboys team, obviously, they were hurting last week uh, with without Amari Cooper, um, but uh, and especially losing CD at halftime. And it, it seemed like they were struggling to get – even saw Zeke, you know, um, he got twisted up his knee a little bit. It seems like he's going to be good to go, um, which I was kind of surprised a little bit. But um, So it seems like him and Tony Pollard are going to be a little tandem there. Maybe. Who knows uh, who's going to get a little more work out of this. But uh, Raiders have definitely been sliding ever since Gruden got fired. Um, they, they Their offense has not been quite the same. Um, it, they haven't really been that great. And this Cowboys defense has uh, still been very good. Uh, they're getting a little healthier. Uh, I know they're probably not quite getting uh, the Marcus Lawrence or Randy Gregory back yet. I think that might be next week. Um, but they... Still should be able to do 
do enough to limit this Raiders offense. Um, you know, you know, I, I, I might be having fun and doing a little uh, prop bet parlay on these games, you know, just to have a little fun. And one of the props I was looking at that I like is uh, Hunter Renfro under uh, 52 and a half yards. Um, you know, he, he's... He's been good at earlier in the season, but uh, ever since Gruden left, you know, he, he's not quite been putting up those same numbers. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it, that one's a little too high um, for me. Uh, so I, I'm taking the under there with that parlay. And, you know, first leg of the par- parlay is obviously swift anytime touchdown scorer. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think the – Raiders are going to have a whole lot of firepower coming against this Dallas team. And, you know, I think Dallas should be able to walk away with at least a touchdown victory here. Jeff, what do you think? Um, yeah, I'm a little nervous, uh, but I'm going with the Raiders. Okay. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of run like you do, Evan. I pick the narrative cause I don't know the data. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the way to go. Um, and Derek Carr sounded like he was ready to turn this team around, and I'm 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 with him. I think the Cowboys are going to win, but I think the Raiders seven's a lot of points. Seven. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of points. Adam, yeah, I'm all in on the Cowboys this week. Um, this line moved from seven and a half to seven. At seven and a half, I was a little iffy, but I think at seven, I, I'm really confident with them. Um, you know, having CD Lamb available, if he is, that's going to be huge for them. Uh, it's open up the vertical passing game. I, I think both Pollard and Zeke are going to have success against this defense. And um, yeah, the Raiders—they—they they, you said Gruden, but I think honestly the biggest loss to this team in offense is Rugs. Um, they have not looked the same since Rugs. Sean Jackson is a shell of himself, and he's just not offering anything beneficial to that offense so um i, I see this slide continuing here in dallas and uh this this one could be a blowout yeah i like the cowboys here as well you know uh early on in the season raiders i mean they were playing well on the offensive end but they were getting a lot of help from the defense i think a little bit more strong play out of that defense than uh i had originally anticipated and that has fallen off a little bit as of late as well I think that defense is coming back down to earth and uh, they are facing an offensive juggernaut I mean even without Amari Cooper still weapons all over the field for the Cowboys uh, I you know I think uh, the Cowboys have done well on Thanksgiving in the past and uh, I think they continue it this week the seven's a big number but um, you know I, I think they're gonna outmatch him here I, I like the uh, the Cowboys to cover Tyron Smith also probable which is huge for that run offense it's huge because he's huge <laughs> Um. All right. Uh, next game up, we've got the Buffalo Bills taking on the New Orleans Saints. This game is in New Orleans, where the Saints are six and a half point home underdogs, and the over under in this one is set at forty six. Uh, Adam, start us off. Uh, big news today: Kamara ruled out for this game. I I don't know if he was expected to play to begin with, but uh, officially he's out. Um. Uh, this is a tough one. I'm going to lean Saints here, getting six and a half at home. Um, I know they have not looked good the last two weeks, but n- neither of the Bills. Um, I just think being at home, primetime matchup, um, I, you might see a little bit more of Taysom Hill, who just got the bag for being you know, both wide receiver and tight end and how much uh, of the bag depends, <laughs> <laughs> depends on what position he plays. And uh, Trevor Simeon hasn't looked horrible. Um 
but I I think the defense in this in this game keeps the Saints in it enough for them to cover the spread. And you know what, the Bills can't run the ball, so I'm expecting maybe one or two interceptions from Josh Allen. And last week he was good for him. Maybe this week he gets uh, picked off on the road again. Yeah, well, you're right. The Bills offensively have been very one-dimensional with the pass game. Uh, they are having no luck uh, running the ball. Uh, but, you know, the Saints, really since Winston's gone down, it has been uh, tough sledding for them on the offensive side of the ball. And, uh, I, frankly, I just kind of expected to continue a little bit uh, here, especially against a tough uh, Bills team. No, the Bills aren't exactly playing uh, the best football that they're capable of right now. But, uh, you know, in years past, this this uh, Thursday night game uh, has always been, you know, highly billed with uh, two uh, good teams. And every year it just seems like it's a blowout. And I'm, I'm going to go with the trend on this one. I think we got another blowout on our hands. I think the Bills run away with this one. Uh, Josh Allen comes out, has a great game. And, uh, you know, is able to move the ball through the air. Just too many weapons on the Bills side. And, honestly, uh, Saints just uh, aren't going to be able to keep up. So I'll take Bills minus 6.5. But, uh, Jeff, what do you think? I, I also like the Bills. Um, I don't have a lot of reasons for it. Um, I just – or not the Bills. I'm, I'm on the Saints to cover, actually. Sorry. Uh, I like the under in this game, though, the 46. Oh, okay. Uh only reason being is Kamara's out, and honestly, the last like three games that I've checked up on the Bills, um, it's been low. They've had not a lot of points, so I just don't expect that number to like. I don't expect anybody to score more than like twenty four this game on either side of the ball. So, well, that doesn't make sense. Can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we cannot. <laughs> Uh, Robbie, what are your thoughts? No, it's all right. It's all right. We all say stupid stuff every week, and it gets stuck in here. You know, even Ginny has her opinions that get stuck in here every now and then. But uh, you know, I'm on the Saints as well. Um, I, I actually feeling pretty confident to play them. Um, you know, but the Saints defense has been pretty good. Um, you know, especially you know, I, th- I think Marshawn Lattimore has been pretty sneaky good this year against uh, receivers. Uh, he he's been he. His only weakness so far has been uh, those big-bodied receivers. So, um, you know, he's actually been pretty good against the speedy receivers. So, Stefan Diggs, I think, is going to have a little trouble. This is going to be the last one in my prop parlay. Um, Diggs' number is uh, 80.5 right now, and I think that's going to be under, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I like the Saints cover. Um, and, you know, maybe they win this one too. Uh, it, you know, you you got to know if Sean Payton is going to be uh, – he, he's he's – to me, he's the more experienced coach in this one, and in a big primetime matchup, um, Thanksgiving like this, um, I, I think he's going to be the one that's going to be able to make the calls to get the Saints to go over the hump. And, you know, another thing I've been playing it all year so far, I don't know how it's been working, but the Saints every other week have been good, bad, good, bad, and this is a good week <laughs> right up there for them. They were bad late last week, so this is... Uh, this is going to be a game where they're going to be able to uh, exceed expectations. Yeah, I would say the Saints need this one more, but the Bills are not in control of their division anymore. No, the Pats they've are been in first, sliding. So they need that one as well. Yeah, uh, two teams that definitely need a win. So I, I, I'm hoping it's a competitive game. I just uh, anticipate the Bills are probably the best team. out of all three. I would think. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, yeah, Bears Lions. Uh, 
there's nothing on the line except for Matt Nagy's job. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, everything. <laughs> in the kneecaps of the Chicago Bears. Oh, but um, all right, uh, next game up, uh, we are on to the Sunday slate. And uh, we're starting off with a good one here. It is uh, maybe the marquee matchup of the weekend. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Colts are three-point underdogs at home with an over-under set at 52.5. Uh, I don't I think this is a you know, very competitive game, I anticipate. Uh, I was... Uh, you know, I thought this line would be a little closer to, to even, to be honest with you, but Colts plus three in this one... I'm uh, I'm gonna take the Colts. Uh, I think you know week in week out. I think you see the Colts. They play these good teams, and I think you know uh, their defense. They've just got a lot of you know good team speed, and I think they surprise some of these good uh, passing offenses. It's tough to throw on them. Uh, I I like the Colts in this one. I think they're gonna keep it competitive. Not sure they'll win, but uh, I'm gonna take them getting the points at home. I'm I'm gonna do the do the same. Uh... You know, this Colts team has been uh, improving a lot. And, uh, you know, Buccaneers have struggled a little bit. It seemed like they got a little more life on Monday night. Um, So I I think this is a very good line, to be honest. Um, I'm not going to touch this one. But, uh, you know, I I think this Colts team, especially, you know, they've been good on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, They've been good running the ball. Um, I think a big... uh, Game changer is Vita Vea is expected to come back for the Buccaneers, and you know that's, that matters. That's, that's huge. huge for their run game. It's as important as the Akeem Hicks is to the Bears' run defense, and um, you know that that's gonna maybe stifle up uh, Jonathan Taylor, who just seems like he can't be stopped at all this year. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think the Colts are a little hotter right now, so I am gonna lean on them um, with the points. I'm gonna take the Bucks. Um... Really, main reason I Robbie said it. Vita Vea is going to be expected to play this week. Um, they really missed him in his absence for the last three weeks, two and a half. Um, but yeah, that you know, strength of this defense is definitely against the run. Um, matches up well against the Colts, and you know, I, I think if they can just neutralize, you know, keep Jonathan Taylor to an okay game, you know, maybe a hundred yards, touchdown or two. Um, they got the, the offensive weapons to, um, you know, outduel this Colts team. And, you know, Tom Brady, you would get in this time of year, even with the Pats, you know, you'd see him slow down with some of the pass attempts and the offense sort of go into a run run mode. Um, but with this game being indoors, you don't have to worry about that. So I'm expecting a lot of points. And for that reason, I'm going to take the Bucs. I just think they're a little bit more capable of um, winning a shootout type game. Um, yeah, I've, I've got to go with, honestly, it, it, it kills me to pick against the Bucks because every time I do, I just get absolutely screwed over for it. Tom Brady makes me feel bad for ever doubting him. But, uh, <laughs> said a lot of people. <laughs> but I feel like the Colts got something to prove. They're underdogs at home. They're hot. This is like a prove-yourself game, right? I'm sure this is circled on their calendar. I'm sure, um... You know, the quarterback on the Colts, who I'm forgetting the Wentz. name of. Yep. Carson Wentz. That guy has been so hot and cold in his career, I'm sure he wants people to think he's hot again. You know, beating Tom Brady at this point of the year, that's a big deal. He has been getting better. Yeah, yeah he's from he the, looks, those he ankle injuries. He's he looked a lot better. Yeah, this is as close to pre-knee injury he's looked uh, uh, since the knee injury, in my opinion. Uh 
Yeah, like you said, Jeff, I, I definitely think this is a measuring stick, stick game for the Colts. Uh, you know, everybody circles the bucks on their calendar, so I think we get the best version of them uh, here. But, uh, you know, Adam, good point with Via Veda. Um, I mean, you want to talk about strength against strength, uh, that D-line with Vita Vea healthy. That's going to be fun to watch. Those are two uh, good units going head-to-head together, so uh, very intriguing matchup. Okay, next up, we've got Jets taking on the Texans in Houston. Uh, the Texans are two-and-a-half-point favorites uh, probably for the first time this year, right? I can't imagine another game they've been favorites in. Um, uh, anyway, they're two-and-a-half-point favorites at home in this one with the over-under at 44. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to make you start with this one because, Why? yeah. Um, <laughs> because of the Jeffs? Or the Jets? <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, I got to side with the Texans here. Ever since they benched my boy Mike White, I, I I, just don't think the Jets will ever be the same. And the Texans are hot, and I don't know. This is such a crappy game. I, I, I wouldn't... Not that I should touch any of these games, but I really won't touch this one. This is just like two teams that do not know how to be consistent, do not really want to win football games seemingly, and I feel like they're better off playing tougher teams than they are playing teams that they're favored against. So I have no idea who's going to win, but I would lean Texans just because Tyrod Taylor looked pretty fun last week. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to side with the Texans too. Um, you know, it, yeah, t- Tygod is... Uh, He's been good for the Texans. Uh, I, I think he's going to be able to put up points. And, you know, Zach Wilson's going to want to compete um, in this game. So the play I actually like is the over in this one. Uh, 44 seems a little too low. I know both these teams are kind of gross, but those, both those defenses are kind of gross. I think this is going to be a game where both teams are going to be wanting to put up points and uh, try to prove something, especially since, you know, they're both two weak teams. Um, you know, it, and I've, I've noticed something in a couple recent weeks, um, you know, uh, two weeks uh, is that, um, you know, over-unders, you know, it's, there's quite a few unders last week. I made a point of this last week that week 10 had quite a few uh, unders. Um, and I, I'm just looking at the average over-under Vegas line. It, it, you could see it's been decreasing. Uh, week 10, it was 48 on average. Week 11, 47.3. This week it's down to 46.2, so I think you're going to see more overs this week. So I'm taking a couple more overs than I normally do, and this is one of them. Yeah, collectively, out of all three of us, we only are taking two two unders. <laughs> yeah, I liked a lot of overs. Yeah, this I like you made a good point there, Robbie. I definitely do, and I, I love the over in this game as well. Um, I'm gonna take the te- I I don't really know how to feel about the spread. I think I'm just gonna lean Texans. No, no, I'm going Jets. Uh, getting a team with the points here. Um, I it, I can go either way. Um, Michael Carter being out is definitely a loss for the Jets. He's been looking decent, but um, I think Ty 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 Johnson, um, he, and Tevin Coleman, the ghost of Tevin Coleman, might might do something. But uh, you know, I the, both these d- defenses are pretty bad, especially the Jets. So I really like the over and narrative street. Um, you know if. If the QB, oh my God, well, um, Zach Wilson, Wilson Zach yeah, Wilson. if he doesn't look good, it, I mean, he, he could be just labeled early bust because 
you know, Mike White was getting the job done. Even Flacco looked half decent. So if, if, if you know, Zach Wilson can't look like a competent quarterback against this Texans team, this whole organization might start to become the same thing that they've been the last decade, which is awful. So, uh, but I, I think, I think I'm just going to lean with the team taking the points here, but my main play is going to be the over 44. Yeah. I'm, uh, Adam, we talked before the show, and you mentioned kind of that Zach Wilson uh, component, and I think the, you're absolutely right. Um, he absolutely needs to have a good game here. Uh, otherwise, uh, you're right. He's just uh, he's going to be labeled a bust. I mean, he's no Gardner Minshew, let's face it. Like this, Nobody is. Yeah, this guy, uh, I don't know. I watched a lot of BYU over the last couple of years, surprisingly, and like I never once thought, like, lock top five quarterback when I was watching him. And so I'm not terribly surprised that it hasn't looked great early on. Not to say that I'm not planting the bus flag uh, by any means right now, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's got to perform here. Cause uh, as you said, Adam, you know, Flacco and Mike white got it done. So uh, what's the problem here? And um, I'm, I'm going to take the jets here. I think something's got to give and, uh, uh, you know, I, I expect uh, some solid quarterback play out of Zach Wilson. I think he responds here. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be hell to pay if he doesn't, unfortunately. All right, next game up, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New York Giants. Giants coming off a tough loss, and they just fired the clapper, Jason Garrett. Um, Giants are three-and-a-half-point home underdogs in this one with the over-under set at 45. Um, guys, I, I like the Giants here. Um, you know, everything says, like, when I looked at this line, I was kind of like, oh, wow. Uh, kind of thought maybe the Eagles would be bigger favorites. But then when I thought about it more, I was like, I kind of see why this line has wound up the way it is. You have a Giants defense that, uh, you know, they went up against a tough Tom Brady opponent. But uh, I didn't think that they played all that bad they were on the field that entire game like you know if your offense can't do anything against the bucks you know eventually they're gonna they're gonna do work on you so i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh put a black mark on the giants defense for what happened against tampa bay uh danny dimes was not good that offense didn't really move the ball well they weren't getting any push for saquon uh but you know there's a change at the offensive coordinator position and I don't know, guys, how many times do we see kind of a move like this light a fire under a team and it gets a quick response? Um, you know, I what comes to mind, like I remember the Bengals when they fired uh, their offensive coordinator a few years ago, and I believe Bill Lazor started calling plays right after that. And the, the Bengals went on a little run. Um you just get these little moments where a lot of times if uh, if you get a play calling change, uh, something isn't working, uh, you know, maybe the other team doesn't have an opportunity to scout for it or isn't fully prepared for what the offensive game plan is. But uh, I think we could see a little bit of that. Uh, perhaps the Eagles ca- get a little bit caught off guard. I think this is going to be a little bit closer game than a lot of people anticipate. Giants at home getting the three and a half points. That's a good number. You get inside a three, you still win. Uh I'm going to take the Giants. That's a, that's a good point right there. Um, you know, that that's definitely something that usually ignites a team. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to be on the Eagles, though. Uh, I feel pretty good about this. Uh, they, they've been 
they found their groove. It seems like, um, uh, you know, and especially on defense, uh, that that defensive unit, it seems like it's really coming together, especially the secondary. Um, and it looks like Darius Slay is progressing through concussion protocol pretty well. So I'm kind of expecting him to play. He's been just a great ball hawk for that team. Uh, he's been making some big plays for them. And, you know, I, I think the Eagles are going to be able to make some plays off uh, Danny Dimes in this offense. He um, scored touchdowns in three straight games, I think, right? I think so. Uh, it's been at least two of the last three. It could be three in a row. Yeah. Um, but he, he's been hot. And, you know, this Eagles defense is with right there with it, just been really hot. Um, so I, I, I feel like this is going to be a game where the Eagles try to pull away early. But um, Giants are kind of getting healthier, too. And I think they're going to be able to come back and at least compete. So it's, I like the Eagles here. And I... I also like the over in this game. I, I think both sides are going to be wanting to put up points in this one. Yeah, I, this is a tough one. I think for me, the Eagles are by far the team I hate the most in the NFL. Just don't like watching them. The, the last four weeks, I mean, they, they started off with like a terrible offensive game plan. Just, you know, Jalen Hurts slinging the ball, and then they realized, okay, we'll, we got to run the ball now, which is working for them, but they're also, you know, taking like 40 minute possession onto these games and just making them pretty awful to watch for a viewer. Um, and, and you know, I, I just don't like the Eagles period. So, uh, normally I'd fade them in this situation, but you know, the giants are their own dumpster fire. Um, you know, I getting three and a half at home. It's, it, it's tough, but I, I think the Eagles are a team that has a little bit more to play for. And, you know, I'm flipping it. I'm going Giants. I'm talking myself into the Giants. Just getting, <laughs> getting, getting a three and a half at home. Um, their offense is slowly starting to get more healthy. Um, maybe they do get a boost from the the Clapper leaving leaving town. Um, but you know what? Now we can really judge Joe Judds for. Is he playing calling plays? Joe uh, Judge. I don't think so. he's like a special teams guy. Yeah. Well, I don't believe he will be. Um, but yeah, uh, Jeff, what are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts are are leaning the Eagles here, but that's just because they seem pretty hot. Uh, but the thing I do like is what Robbie said is the over. I think both of these quarterbacks are playing not great defenses, and they're both pretty hot right now. So forty five doesn't seem too hard to cover for that. But I, mean, I don't know. Are their defenses really good? Am I am I wrong about that? Or <laughs> well, the Eagles', Eagles defense, defense is definitely <laughs> playing better of late. The Giants' defense, I mean, their offense does them no favors, but they they, they play tough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, then I'm just gonna pretend that stick with the Danny Dimes and the oh gosh, can't remember names. Hurts. Hurts are going to go are going to be able to take this team to take this over 45 pretty easily. Could see a uh, defensive touchdown in this game. You know, we've talked about how the Eagles have have gotten some of their past few games, but um, I could see, I could see the Giants getting one too. So uh, I think there's Miles not... Sanders put a couple on the ground last game. Yeah, hurts maybe out of scramble fumbles. Uh, or it's not like he's not uh, prone to throw a pick either. So yeah, that's true. Could uh, could see defensive touchdown here. Just looked up uh, Darius Slay. He's got uh, three touch. Defensive touchdowns in the last four games, uh, two of them fumble recoveries. Most recent one was a pick six. Gotcha. So, 
Food for thought. Food for thought. Maybe maybe a Christmas parlay was Santa Slick. Prop bed. Oh, oh I'm good movie. Be... <laughs> um, all right, next Wait, movie. Does <laughs> Christmas fall on a Sunday this year? Uh, it, it's a Saturday. Saturday, maybe. Maybe they could be could, could be, be flexed to a Saturday. I mean, yeah, at that point Especially they'd have Saturday the, games, right? The way they're playing, they're going to be in playoff contention. So yeah, you get that East Coast bias. Yeah. They just they love to throw those teams in there. NFC least. Yeah. Uh, all right, next game up, it is the uh, Carolina Panthers taking on the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are two point underdogs at home in this one. It's the over under set at forty two points. Um, I personally, guys, I like the Dolphins in this one. Uh, just get the points. I don't have a great read either way. I think these teams are uh, ultimately pretty even matched. Uh, so I'm going to take the team at home, get the points. Uh, Tua started off a little shaky last week, but uh, wound up you know, putting some decent throws together near the end. And, uh, you know, the, the Panthers with Cam, uh, they're, they're definitely playing a bit better, but uh, I don't know. I feel like Cam is good until he isn't. You just get one one game where all of a sudden it's like, oh, Cam, Cam can't throw 15 yards, and it's it's gone. Um, so I kind of keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. Uh, but maybe Cam's just healthy, and they're and they're gonna go on a roll. But uh, for me, I'm I'm going Dolphins. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Um, I I gotta lean Panthers on this one. I I I am a Cam believer. I I think he's. I don't know. I think he. Week one, like, first first uh, time he's back with this offense, you know, and he, what, like, try to learn their playbook again in, like, a week? I don't know. I, I think he can handle the Dolphins. I know the Dolphins are hot, but I don't know. Can you really be hot with that record? I, I don't I don't know if that's a – if a two-game win streak is really it. They're, they won last week, right? Yeah. They're, nope. 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 Yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Riverboat Ron got the best of him. It was close. Yeah. It was close. Right. It was that's close. Right. They, they started off hot, but, uh, yeah, they just couldn't pull through. Yeah. I. They're playing the Carolina Panthers. I don't think that's a home field advantage for the Dolphins. It's, you know, when the Dolphins play, like, a Northeast Coast team, I'm always worried. But Cam, Cam's got it. You're talking from, like, a weather perspective? Yeah, just a weather yeah. perspective. I always feel like the teams struggle to come down to Miami. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But Carolina's basically the same climate. Robbie? Cam's back. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, Cam's back. Uh, we'll, we'll see how long this lasts for him. Uh, I, I could see him have to do it another week. Uh, I'm kind of leaning on the Panthers. I've been just honestly flip-flopping in this game. Uh, this kind of seems like a kind of gross matchup, if you ask me. Um you know, I I think the Panthers are going to be able to pull it off. Um, but uh, you know, especially how that team looked in the second half. Uh, you know, maybe Riverboat Ron did well at adjusting to his old former quarterback and adjusting the game plan. Uh, you know, that could very well be. But they they didn't look great, and you know, I'm going to lean on the Panthers here. Um, I I think they're slightly the better team, but I think it's close. It's real close for me. Right, well. Yeah, real close for me too. I'm gonna lean Panthers. Um, I just think that you know I I give them a pass last week, um, an emotional revenge game for both sides. Um, but another week with this offense rolling. Uh, another week with Christian McCaffrey healthier. Um, I'm just gonna lean the Panthers here, and I, I expect this one to be pretty close. Um, 
Dolphins have definitely been playing well, but I did, I don't think their offense is as good as the Panthers. So um, I'm expecting a little dip uh, in production from them, and I, I sort of expect the Panthers to sneak one out here. All right, uh, should be uh, should be kind of like a low key close game. I'm thinking, but uh, we will see. Uh, next game up, it's the Tennessee Titans uh, taking on the Patriots in uh, New England, where the Patriots are six and a half point favorites. Uh, they're probably the hottest team in the NFL right now, to be honest with you. Um, over under right now for them is set at forty four. Uh, you know, this is a, this is an intriguing game. Uh, Adam, why don't you start us off? Yeah, this is um, it's not my lock, but. It was my second option for my lock. I love the Patriots here. Um, I, I think just the way their defense is, is, is they're playing better complementary football than any team in the league right now. Their defense is setting up their offense. Their offense isn't taking any necessary risks. Um, a punt is their friend right now, and they realize that. Um, so they're, they're playing ball control. Um, defense is leading away, but to be honest, uh, their offense is really starting to get into gear. Um, they're starting to utilize those weapons that they paid a lot of money for in the offseason. Kendrick Bourne, uh, Hunter Henry, even Nelson Aguilar is getting a touchdown or two, um, and, and they're able to run the ball. And now they got the two-headed monster with Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. So um, I, I was surprised this line was even this close, to be honest. The Titans... Uh, I think their last three weeks are a bit of a fugazi. Uh, I, I think they really snuck out a win they didn't deserve against the Rams. Um, last week, you know, they, they took the L, but uh, the offense didn't really look good. And I think that's going to, that trend will continue. Um, here, I mean, the Texans, they really, they gave it to uh, the Titans. And you, you saw Tannehill make a lot of mistakes, a couple picks um, against the Texans team. I know A.J. Brown's going to be back, but I really think Bill's going to take him out and make other Titans beat him, and they just don't have the, the options on offense right now. So I I love the Patriots here. Um, maybe take them out line. And I also love the over here because I think the Patriots alone are going to put up close to 30. And, you know, if they're up big early, which I expect, I expect maybe the Titans get, you know, one or two touchdowns, maybe some garbage time. But um, I think the over 44 here is a very good bet. I am with you on both of those. Um, I love I love both. Um, you know, especially you know this Titans defense. You know, it, it started to look like they're on the upswing, but it, they've gotten hit with quite a bit of injuries recently. And I'm just looking at this uh, IR list, and this is maybe the biggest IR list I've ever seen. It's like it's got 17 guys on it. It's absurd how how many injuries they've had. It's just been some bad luck. I mean, most recently, I think Bunt Dupree. That's a big one for the defense. Um, you know, this is going to be, this is, that's not good for the Titans. I think the Patriots are going to be able to do their thing, run the ball, um, uh, be able to, um, run up the score a little bit and, you know, force the Titans to play a little bit of catch up, um, which I, I think they are very capable of. 44 does seem very low. I, I love this over as well. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to lean Texans here. Uh, I, I don't necessarily believe that they're going to win the game, but I just think 6.5 is a little bit too much. Um, you know, kind of like what you guys have said, uh, this Titans team, while they, you know, are kind of undermanned at the moment and uh, they're dealing with some injury issues, they're still finding a way to put up some points. Um, I think that they were probably looking past the Texans last week. And uh, therefore ran into some trouble. Probably trying to gear up for this Pats game a week early. 
Um, you know, not to mention the injuries catching up to him a little bit too, but I, I just expect the Titans to be able to hang in there a little bit more. And I don't know, guys, I'm, I know the Patriots are playing well right now, but I'm just not going to pencil them in for 30 points every game. Um, you know, I, I think they can get the 24 though easily. And I expect the Titans to, to be able to kind of keep this game competitive and, and remain in it at least within the six and a half. But, uh, I'm with you guys. I like, I like the over in this one. 44 seems too low. You know, Patriots definitely have upside potential in terms of points. Um, and then, uh, you know, the Titans, like you said, uh, they always find a way to play these close games. And, you know, Tannehill finds a way to put up points, whether it's garbage time or not. Uh, so I, I think this over 44 is a good play. Yeah, I've, I've also got a lean on the Titans here. I mean, I know the pay, these teams are on two opposite sort of traje- trajectories, but the Titans are still a really good team, and six and a half is a lot to cover against a good team that's coming off a loss, a tough loss. Um, I think the Patriots probably squeak out a win anyway, but I don't see them covering... I don't see them covering six and a half points, but... Um, I'm also probably in on the over for this one. Mac Jones is a lot of fun to watch, and I think the Titans might might be able to put put together a lot of points themselves. So should be uh, should be a good game. Uh, we'll see. But uh, I mean, this is a this is a game where both these teams are kind of gunning for that uh, that one spot in the AFC uh, right now. So uh, everything's on the line. Uh, I know Titans got a lot of injuries, but they got a ton to play for in this game. Locked the game by winning it, so I expect them to come out hungry. All right, uh, next up, we've got the Steelers taking on the Bengals in an AFC North divisional battle. Bengals are four and a half point favorites in this one, with the over under set at forty five. Uh, guys, I really like the Steelers this week. Um, frankly, I was a little bit surprised uh, after you know as competitive as they played the Chargers last week. I thought the Chargers you know, gave, gave the Steelers, uh, a very good version of themselves and the Steelers took the punch and, and kind of showed some resolve in coming back in that game. Uh, so I think there were a lot of positives to take away, uh, in, in that Steelers loss to the Chargers. You know, when I saw this line, I kind of thought it would be something more along the lines of Bengals two and a half. Uh, so to be at four and a half and you get that three and four point, uh, hook, um, I, I expect kind of a closer divisional game. Uh, so I, I'm going to take the Steelers. I think uh, I think it's competitive throughout, and I think Big Ben does enough to keep him in it. So uh, I like getting the four and a half points here. Yeah, I, I actually like the Bengals here. Um, I, you know, last time these two teams played, uh, Bengals won by two touchdowns on the road. Um, they, they, they really did a good job of stopping the run and forcing Big Ben to throw the ball. He had 58 pass attempts, which... Uh, it's pretty ridiculous for how his arm is and his age, but um, I, I, obviously they're going to probably develop different game plan going into this game. But even at that, I, I still like the Bengals to cover here at home. Uh, I, I mean, defensively, I think the Steelers are getting a little bit healthier. The pieces back, uh, you know, TJ Watt coming back. It looks like he's going to come back as a huge help. Um, but you know, Bengals. I, Maybe not defensively. They're probably on the same level. But I think offensively, this team is just so much more stacked than the Steelers. Um, they have multiple vertical elements of the game um, where the Steelers don't have any vertical uh, element to their offensive game plan. And Joe Mixon is actually starting to look like 
uh, one of the top running backs in the league finally. So uh, I, I, I like the Bengals here to get the job done at home. This is a hu- this is a huge, huge divisional battle for these two teams. Yeah, I'm not going to say you, you guys said a lot of what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to lean on the Bengals. I, I don't feel confident about this divisional game right here. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, this this offense has been so much it, it, it's so much better. But, yeah, the, the one concern I would have for the Bengals, which fit, would be favorable to the Steelers, is, yeah, this the Steelers' defense is getting healthier. Um, is, is Watt expected to play? I, I think yep. he is. Um, so that, that's that's obviously big. But uh, so um, I, I think this is a good line. Um, I, I signed him with the Bengals. But, uh, you know, I could I could see it go either way. Jeff? Uh, yeah, I... I... I'm not so sure about this game either. I don't feel confident picking anybody. To be honest, the Steelers make every game close, it seems, good or bad teams. Uh, four and a half spread is... It's, it feels like a large number whenever they're involved. I would stay off it, uh, but if I had to pick, I would lean Steelers, just for that reason. All right. Uh, definitely one of the games I'm more looking forward to this weekend. Uh, a lot on the line. Uh, for both these teams as they're trying to uh, stick their claim in that division. Uh, all right. Uh, quite possibly a worse game than Bears-Lions. Uh, we've got Falcons-Jaguars. Uh, Jags are at home in this one, and they are one-point underdogs. Uh, Over-under is set at 46-and-a-half. Uh, Adam, why don't you start this off? Oh, man, what a matchup. Why didn't they send this over to London? Just Yeah. You know. You guys deal with it. Yeah, we don't even want to watch it here. Just, just have fun. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna take the Jags here, and you know, with them one point underdogs, I'm just gonna take a money line. Um, you know, Falcons last Thursday, that was one of the worst offensive games I've ever seen. Um, they're clearly lacking at wide receiver right now with Calvin Ridley being out. Um, and Cordero, when when he wasn't playing, this offense just looked absolutely like an abomination they, they couldn't do anything um that really the only adequate player on offense they have right now is kyle pitts so if the jags can figure out a way to stop him like the pats did um they're gonna win and you know that I, I know trevor lawrence has had an up and down year um this falcons defense i they're gonna take advantage this is the home game i feel real good about the jags getting the job done here at home yeah i'm with you i like the jags in this one uh he, yeah, I watched that uh, Thursday night game the Falcons played against the Pats closely. And, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, Adam, you said it all. They were grossly overmatched, and they just don't have the playmakers on offense to uh, put up a ton of points. And, you know, this Jags defense has been playing better. They're they're definitely looking uh, a lot more competitive in their games of late. And I think this is a good chance for them to get a win at home. Um, you know, yeah. <sighs> I think normally you'd see a lot of Falcons fans in the stands in this one, kind of making it kind of a moot point uh, from a home field perspective. But uh, I don't think the Falcons fan would even want to take what this is probably like a two and a half hour to three hour drive to Jacksonville. They probably don't even want to do it because uh, the team isn't worth it. Um, and I wouldn't drive to see Matt Ryan play anyway right now. So, you know, I think Jags in this one, um, I expect them to be able to win this game. Um I think they're the better defensive unit, and I think they can go uh, toe-to-toe with them on offense. So uh, a little bit surprised to see them as the underdog. I'm going to actually side with the Falcons under the assumption that Cordero Patterson does play for the Falcons. I mean, you, you I think you guys said it. Like, he's 
he's the heart of that offense right now. <laughs> and that is, I'm not sure if that's a good thing for him or just sad for the Falcons. I mean, he's been um, very good this he's year. He's been very good. And if he's back and healthy, I, I think the Falcons are going to be able to pull this one off. But, I mean, if he doesn't play, then I'm going to absolutely jump on the Jaguars on this one. I'm going to slam it. Like, I, I don't see the – even as bad as a defense this uh, Jaguars team has been, this Falcons team just does not have an offensive identity without him, which is kind of sad for the Falcons. Good for Cordero, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm probably going to side with the Jaguars, if anybody. I – I don't understand how to pick this game at all. <laughs> both That's these okay. teams Nobody are does. extremely yeah. unreliable. <laughs> Vegas doesn't either. So yeah, both, <laughs> no one's reliable in this game. I don't. I guess Jaguars. I, I have no reason. I have no reason. I wouldn't pick this game, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, probably not the most entertaining game to watch or gamble on uh, personally, but. Uh... I think I think there's some value in the Jags here, so we will see. All right, uh, next up, it's an AFC West matchup. Uh, both these teams still in the hunt. Uh, it's the Chargers taking on the Broncos. This game is in Denver, where the Broncos are two and a half point underdogs. The over under in this one set at forty seven and a half. Um, I like the Chargers. Uh, frankly, I just I think. Uh, it was a very positive sign to see that offense start clicking again uh, last week against the Steelers. Uh, they were able to, well, I think they put up, uh, they put up 40? 41, I yeah. think. 41. Um, so really good showing. I mean, we hadn't really seen that sort of offensive outburst from them since earlier on in the season. So maybe that's a sign that some of their uh, offensive playmakers are getting healthy. Good to see uh, Mike Williams get in the end zone late in that game. Uh, and... Frankly, if I mean if the Chargers are playing up to their potential on the offensive end of the ball, I just don't see there's any way that uh, the Broncos can keep up. They're just, I mean, I know they've got some weapons on the outside uh, with their wide receivers and uh, their running backs are decent, but uh, they're just not set up to compete in a track meet sort of game. And um, yeah, I mean, unless the Chargers run into some bad luck with the weather in this one, I I personally think that the they should be able to just uh, run away with it on the offensive end and, and easily cover the two and a half. Yeah, I'm going to disagree hard with you on this one. I'm going to go Broncos, and I'm going to take a money line, and I'm going to make it my lock of the week. But it's a lock! No! Yeah, you know, I, I think this is just a really good matchup for the Broncos. You know, the strength of their team is their pass defense. Um, but, you know, Chargers, they're, I think if they're going to win this game, they're going to have to run the ball. Um, which is Broncos or defense is a lot more vulnerable. But, um, you know, Denver is a tough taste, tough place to play this time of year. Uh, Chargers are on a little bit of a run here, but Broncos are still in this division. Um, and I, I, I expect them to run the ball a lot this game. Chargers have been very vulnerable against the run. I, in my opinion, I think this is a uh, ground and pound uh, game, like game clock control game, sort of like what they had against the Cowboys two weeks ago. Um, and if they get up early, watch out, because uh, I think they're just going to hold on to the lead, back the clock. Um, and maybe force Justin Herbert to throw a pick or two um, against this good secondary. But, you know, I, I, I just think this is a really good matchup. And to get a decent Broncos team uh, getting two and a half points at home in a place that's really hard to play this time of year, uh, I'm going to take it, especially against a division team that, you know, those teams, those games tend to be pretty close. So I, I love the Broncos here. 
That's a good Drew Lock of the week. Speaking <laughs> of somebody with a Drew Lock jersey on right now. Oh yeah, you know, I was I was kind of feeling the Chargers, but you know, Adam made a good point about playing a mile high in late November and early December. I that's not easy, especially Although when the, you're... the herb in mile high is uh, very prevalent, so <laughs> <laughs> don't, maybe not maybe not that way, but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, there, guys from LA are pretty familiar with that. Yeah, sure. But they're definitely not familiar with the weather and the altitude. I, yeah, I don't see. I don't think Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert's gonna have a tough, tough day up there. I, I think the Broncos will cover this line pretty easily, actually. Now that you said all that. So you're thinking uh, Broncos money line then? You like them to win the game? Yeah, I think they could definitely win the game for sure. <laughs> all right, uh, Robbie. I am. I'm, I'm not so certain about this one. Um, I am going to lean on this uh, running back tandem of Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Uh, they've been great running together. And, yeah, I mean, I think I've, we've said it all this year, this Chargers. Do they have even a run defense? Uh, I'm not sure I've seen it yet. Um, so I, I, I'm going to take the Broncos here. Um, I, I don't feel as confident as any of you guys about this game, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh... You know, divisional game. Uh, these ones can can go any either way. Game. So uh, yeah, Adam. Uh, yeah, we're we're on opposite ends of this one very strongly. So we'll see. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll do a little sidebar or something. Uh, all right, next game up, we've got the L.A. Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers. This one is set up as a. Uh, zero spread game, basically. Uh, it's money line for both teams. Um, it's a pick 'em. Uh, over under in this one is set at forty eight. Uh, guys, I mean, what are we thinking, Robbie? Why don't you start? Oh, sorry, I was actually just uh, looking through uh, weather reports because uh, I realized that's something I forgot to do this week. Um, just check through the weather report too, uh, taking them back with the, all these prop bets, uh, but. Uh, you know, this this one's a tough one for me. The between the Packers and the Rams, um, you know, I I, th- I think the I'm gonna lean on the Packers side since they're at home right here, um, and I I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be able to do his thing in this one, especially coming at off of a pretty bad loss against the Vikings. That that one's a tough one. Uh, I think this is gonna be a grind them kind of game. I I think this is great. I think this is a pick them for a reason. I think this could go either way. Um, but what scares me about the Rams is they're coming fresh off the bye. Um, I know they haven't looked good the last couple of games we saw out of them, not quite as what we saw from the beginning of the season, but maybe they come back with a little bit of a punch, um, something to mix it up. But uh, I'm not super confident that they will, so I am going to side with the Packers here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lean Packers too. I'm probably going to stay off this game. Uh, my, my only play here is going to be the under, actually. Um, you know, this was a rematch of last year's playoff game, um, and it was a very low-scoring game. I, I think that, you know, both these defenses are, I mean, at this point, I, I mean, I know the Packers sort of looked bad defensively last week, but uh, overall their defense has been very good. Rams obviously have a good defense, even though they've they've been faltering of late. But uh, you made a good point, Evan, coming off the bye. I, I think both these teams are going to have really good game plans against each other's offenses. And, um, you know, I really expect this one to be close. So um, usually these, you know, two good matchups, two good teams, two good defenses close. Um, I, I think that 48 number is a little too high for me, so I'm going to play the under. 
No, just looking at it, sorry, Evan, just looking at it very relevantly uh, at the weather forecast. It's supposed to be a, uh, almost freezing in like 60 mile per hour wind, so maybe that helps the under a little bit. Um, it's pretty, it's not an insignificant wind for sure. No. Um, I, I'm going to go Packers here as well. I mean, um, from the narrative standpoint, yeah, you got the Rams coming off the bye, but you also got the Packers coming off a tough loss uh, in the division. Uh, you got to think that uh, they're going to want to respond. little concerning that Rodgers is coming out this week and he's making this big deal about his toe. And he's like, I don't know. It, it seems like every time he wants to make an excuse for himself, he does. Um, I, I don't know. So it's got me a little worried. He's just like, I don't know. Sometimes he just likes to, like, he likes to set his own narrative and get himself, bail himself out when anytime anything starts to go downhill. Um, but I'm, I'm going to lean with the fact that I, I think the Packers in this one, uh, are the better team. And, you know, we've seen the Rams every time they kind of get called upon to play a good team. They've kind of faltered a little bit this year. Um, so we're, we're yet to really see them, uh, step up on a big game. Uh, you know, maybe McVay gets it right this time, but, uh, I'm, I'm thinking Rogers comes out motivated after a inner division loss and, uh, Packer going to win this one. So I'll take Pack. Yeah, you know, I don't see Aaron Rodgers lose two games in a row very often. I I don't see the Packers lose very often in games that are like, a, you know, where it's even, money line, where it's, you know, pick one. Uh, with that said, I'm, I'm picking the Rams because I'm not picking the fucking Packers. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. At last time I was on here, I didn't pick the Packers and it ended up working out. I, I don't know if that's actually true, if it ended up working out, but I would dare someone to find out, you know, if you want to go back in the archives two years from we ago. Got, we or, got those archives. <laughs> I mean, never mind. Um, <laughs> that could be done quicker than you think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm watching Robbie do it now. Wow. Um, yeah, week 11, week 12. Did I, did I get it? I picked against the Packers. Week 13, possibly. Oh, there we go. Um, do, do, do. What do we got? Uh, oh, no. No, I missed. Dead no, air. I missed. Oh yeah, you, oh, I, you, you, I was you the only the one to miss. The only one who picked the Giants against the Packers is Packers. So I'm feeling good. So I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would like. It. I'm gonna pick the Rams, and uh, I'm not gonna make it my lock, but I'm, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna pick the Rams for sure. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got the Minnesota Vikings uh, off of that good win against Green Bay at home. Uh, they head out west to face the Niners. Niners are three-point favorites at home in this one with the over-under set at 48. Um, I am very surprised the Niners are getting as many points as they are in this game. Um, basically saying that uh, on a neutral site, they're even teams. And I kind of think the Vikings are a little bit better than the 49ers. Uh, but the Vikings have been playing close games all year. They're very much in the playoff race in the NFC, as are the Niners. Uh, but I think this is a very competitive game, and the fact that you're getting three points here um, for the Vikings, I, I think that's a little too enticing to pass up. So give me the Vikings plus three. That offense will move the ball well enough, uh, and and they're gonna have to they're gonna make Jimmy G uh, move the ball. So uh, like the Vikings plus three here, I'm gonna lock it up. But it's a no. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the Vikings. Uh, you mentioned they play close games. They've had seven games decided on the last play, which is 
absolutely, absolutely outrageous. So uh, getting three points here, I expect this one to be close, just like all their other games. I, I don't think they're going to win. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if they do, but um, yeah, I'm going to take them here getting a three points. Uh, my one concern is this 49ers offense is starting to look pretty good now. They're getting yeah. healthy. Um, you know, Ayuk, Debo, good one-two combo there. Kittle's looking healthy, and their running backs are starting to come back. So, uh, you know, watch out for this 49ers offense, but I think the Vikings have a good enough offense to keep pace. So, um, you know, this one could be a shootout, just like some of the last three or four Vikings games. So I'm going to take the Vikings, but don't feel great. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of the, the last point you, you said, Adam, is kind of why I'm on the 49ers. You know, I kind of look at it. I, I actually think the Niners are kind of the stronger team right now on the neutral field, if you put it. Uh, I mean, they're getting healthier. They're, their offense is getting stronger. Um, you know, I, th- I think their defense is solid. Um, but I do agree with you guys that this one is probably going to go down to the wire. I think this is going to be pretty evenly matched. So this is a game I'm not going to touch, you know. Getting the points with the Vikings, I completely understand it. But, you know, something tells me that the 49ers, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to be on that side in this game. Yeah, I I, I want to side with the 49ers as well here just because I, I don't think the Vikings can really have t- nice things back-to-back. I think they beat the Packers, and the fans can ride off that now for about the rest of the season, and the Vikings will sink as a result of it. I, I don't think I don't see them winning two hard games back to back. I just don't see it happening. And I think they'll probably get demolished by 17 points in a really disappointing effort. Oh wow. That w- that wakes the fans back up into reality. Wow. Okay, so you're you're liking the Niners heavy. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm, I'm just more I'm more anti Vikings than I am <laughs> Niners, but <laughs> I just I just don't see them. Well, I've always been anti that Viking horn. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck that thing is that rehearsed we all just hate it that much yeah, yeah. I hate it that much yeah uh, alright Sunday night football guys it is the Browns taking on the Ravens I feel like there's a lot of division games this week uh, there are yeah. uh, Ravens three and a half point favorites at home in this one uh, line appears to be looking like Lamar is going to play but uh, I mean even the last report I got at Lamar was like well he's still not feeling very well um Pop some fucking NyQuil. Let's go. Apparently, Hollywood was out with the same illness. He, he had a thigh injury, but that's not what ruled him out last week, too. So I don't know what's going on with that Ravens team. Get healthy. Get healthy. Pop some, yeah, get, get some, some vegetables. electrolytes yeah. going. Some Pedialyte. <laughs> like, it's got to be some bad out. crabs yeah. in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. Something's going on. Um, yeah, at any rate, uh, I don't know that I did a good job introducing this, but the Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Over under forty five and a half, a uh, big division game. Uh, why don't we start with Jeff? Uh, well, the Ravens, Browns. I don't know, because Lamar's hospitalized for you know three weeks, right? I have no idea how long he's out for, but that dude obviously has a terrible immune system or <laughs> immune, like, or actually should get see somebody for like immune deficiency. Like this is that's. How did the sickness turn into a two-week thing? It's not COVID. It's, I don't know. He's a professional athlete. That dude actually might need some legitimate medical attention. 
Um, so maybe Browns? Let's go Browns. I think they'll turn it around. Okay. <laughs> Browns and a HIPAA violation. I have no idea. If Lamar plays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Browns and Lamar, go see a doctor, man. Or like a nutritionist. Figure it out, man. This he is, probably this needs a nutritionist for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've also heard like, uh, like Harbaugh saying that like Lamar, like, sleeps more than any person he's ever met like if i if he tries to <laughs> if he tries to call him or like text him like after practice like there's a 95 percent chance that lamar's already asleep well he can use an nutritionist but you know he likes to keep things in the family with his mom being his agent and all so maybe, maybe she can double oh, down i forgot about that <laughs> i totally forgot about that maybe she is his nutritionist yeah. she's probably sick too Yikes. Well, I mean, I mean, if she's the nutritionist, then he's got a good point. They might both be sick. Um, uh, no, or Lamar. Or, 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 or. Yeah, I don't want to rip too much on Lamar. And or his mom. I'm, yeah, I'm sure her, his mom is a pretty nice lady. We just so, all want to uh, see him out there. You know, we, we that's just why, want that's him back. I, yeah. I think he's going to be back this week. I um, just didn't appreciate know. losing my lock. Um. But I'm going to be on the Ravens here. Um, you know, it, it, the Browns, uh, they are getting healthier. I think they're expecting uh, Conklin and uh, Hunt to be back, or at least activated off IR. They are activated off IR. That is a fact. Um, but uh, they, they very well could be back. But Baker has been looking a little shaky. Uh, he's been dealing with, uh, I'm not sure. It seems like it's been changing every week. Uh, I don't know if I've been thinking about somebody else, but it seems like he's had a different injury from the previous game each week. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what's going on with him. Uh, I think the Ravens are going to be able to bounce in uh, into this game and uh, be able to grind this game out right here. Uh, I, I'm looking at the weather forecast is going to be possibly drizzly, drizzle. Um, so maybe, maybe it'll be a little sloppy, which I mean, both these teams are very run oriented. Um, you know, I, I think I also heard Landry might be back for the Browns. Um, there's a good chance of him, which is definitely good for this uh, wide receiver court. But, um, you know, I, I'm going to side with the Ravens here. I'm actually going to take the Browns here. Actually, one interesting stat going into this game, this, not the Ravens, Browns have a bye next week, but they play back-to-back games against the Ravens. They do, yeah. I've never seen that in my wow. life, yeah. uh, which I, I don't know. I think, if anything, it probably throws more of a curveball for the next matchup, but um, for this one, I'm going to lean the Browns here, just getting the three and a half points. Um, they're a team that's actually starting to get healthier, minus Baker. <laughs> He's just adding new injuries left and right, like you said. Um, where the Ravens, I mean, they've been banged up all year, but last year or last week was devastating for them. They lost two corners. Um, you know, they, they're down. Tavion, Tavion Young, Jimmy Smith, um, J- Justin Houston went out. Calais Campbell had a concussion. Uh, Patrick Ricard went out. The, they're going to be down a lot of people, and they they already were. So they're just super banged up. I know they're going to get Lamar and Marquise back, but in an interdivision game, I think Kareem Hunt is you know maybe a top ten back in this league. So him coming back is just going to add a whole different element to this team. And yeah, I just expect the Browns to keep this one close enough. Um, so I'm going to take them getting the three and a half points on the road. Should be a good game though. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna take the Ravens in this one, just uh, with the caveat that uh, Lamar and Marquise are both uh, good to go. But um, yeah, I mean, Adam, you're right. There's there's been a lot of injuries uh, on the 
defensive side of the ball uh, for the Ravens, uh, though they uh, were able to contain the Bears uh, well enough last week, but that's not exactly saying much. Um, I, I think really for me is, you know, this Browns team, it's like sometimes they'll come out and they'll go gangbusters and they'll uh, run wild and they'll put up 30-some-odd points, and then they they struggle to get 13 points uh, the next week. And so um, you just never know when the Browns are going to really lay an egg on offense and, and struggle to move the ball. Um, and I just fear that this could be one of those occurrences. I, I kind of think that this might be a lower-scoring game. Uh, Browns will lean on their defense a bit and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you're not getting, uh, Lamar at a hundred percent. Um, but even still, I'm going to take the Ravens minus three and a half here. I just think, um, you know, if that offense is able to click for the Ravens, uh, they're not, the the Browns are not going to be able to keep up with them at home. Um, so we'll see, but I, I like, uh, Lamar returning and then be able to cover the three and a half. All right, final game of the week, Monday Night Football. It is the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Washington football team. Uh, team off of a big win against Carolina. Uh, they are one-point favorites in this one with the over-under set at 47. Uh, Adam, why don't you start this off? Yeah, I'm going to take the team here. Um, you know, I've been preaching the Seahawks for the last three or four weeks, and, you know, they've, they've been hit or miss, but... Honestly, I, I, this is a sinking ship. Um, Pete Carroll, this is probably his last year. Um, same thing for Russ. This offense just looks completely broken. Uh, defense is holding their own. But, uh, yeah, I, I just don't trust. I, I mean, I don't trust that Russ is 100% healthy. Um, and even if he is, you know, they're still struggling offensively. They don't, they don't have a good offensive line. They're struggling to run the ball. And uh, they're, they're really leaning on their defense. Um the other side of the ball, the team, uh, team's been looking pretty good the last two weeks. It, it's weird. Chase Young goes out, Montez Sweat goes out, and their defense actually starts looking like what we expect to go on into the year. Um, but they're, I think they're going to get Curtis Samuel back on offense. That's um, another weapon for Heineke. I just think this team's a little, a little scary. You know, they if their defense could figure it out, I think they they got enough capability on offense. Um, Gibson's looking a little bit healthier. He's he's looking like he's getting back into form. Uh, I just like the trends going for the team this week, and you know, I this is essentially a pick. I'm, I'm gonna take the home team here, and, and this game matters for the team, and I, I think they'll be fired up in Washington. So I'm I'm gonna take them, and I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I'm gonna take Seahawks here. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about the Seahawks. I just refuse to believe that uh, this offense is as bad as they've looked the last few weeks. Um, I mean, Russ, Russ went out, he was hurt with a hand injury, and he sat out for like five weeks. Um, like, he should be good to go. I, I just got to think that there's enough playmakers on that team uh, between DK and Russ and um, Lockett uh, to, to make this work. And, you know, the team, a couple good wins in a row off of, uh, you know, they beat the Bucks, and then uh, last week looked very good against the Panthers, but... Uh, you know, we've also seen Heineke uh, struggle at times and, uh, you know, make make the bonehead play. And I think it could be the difference in this one. Um, but I think to get the Seahawks team uh, with the pedigree that they have, uh, I just I, I don't think that this is the way they want to go out. You're right, Adam. I mean, it is this is the end of the road for that team and that dynasty. But I just I think they've got a little bit more fight in them. Uh, 
and uh, I, I think this is a good opportunity for them to get back on the right track. So I'll take the team uh, minus the one point. Um, but I think the the bet I like even more in this game is I really like the over 47. Uh, we know that the uh, the team in Heineke slinging it all around. They can put up points. Uh, I am anticipating that this is a game that the Seahawks uh, will get right and they will uh, they'll be able to put some points on the board as well. So I think 47, the over in that should hit. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of flipping back and forth, but, you know, ultimately what's decided me on this game is Russell Wilson is 10-2 and two on Monday Night Football, so, uh, you know, I think he's going to get it right. He's, he's a guy who loves the prime time, and, you know, he can excel in it. So, um, you know, I, I I think he's going to get it right this game. Uh, you know, it, it, it was it, it's probably been enough time for that finger to heal, so I, I, I got to imagine that they get it right at some point. And, uh, you know, there's just too much talent on that Seahawks team. I know, just like you said, Evan, but uh, I I don't think I'm touching this game. Yeah, I would, knowing, hearing that Russell Wilson stat, um, I'm going to go lean Seahawks as well, just because Monday Night Football tends to repeat history pretty often. But the thing I really like about this game, and get ready, because I did research. I looked at schedules on Google. Um, I like the under 23 in the first half. Because uh, the Seahawks are three and seven this year on hitting the under like provided hitting under twenty three in the first half, but they've hit that under seven times in a row now, and the streak started with Russell Wilson at quarterback, and it's continuing with Russell Wilson at quarterback. So I think teams are starting to like. I think the Seahawks just have a slow start lately with their offense, regardless at who's you know QB one. And be and uh, just to back it up a little bit more, the Washington football team are about they're four five and one hitting that under, but the last three of the four games they've hit that, and the last four out of five games they didn't not hit it. They just one game hit twenty three instead of anything else. Uh, so I really, I really like the twenty three under in the first half, uh, and that's my lock. Do I get one? But it's a lock. Oh, no. I yeah. actually like that too. Yeah, nice. I, I like it. All right, guys. Uh, Is that your true lock of the week? It's yeah. Sorry, it's true my true lock, lock of the week. week. The yeah. true lock of the week. Um, so that's that's gonna do it for the week twelve slate. Uh, let's recap our lead pipe locks. <clears throat> so, uh, Adam, you're on Broncos money line against the Chargers. They're at home. Uh, Robbie, you're getting uh, Swift as an anytime touchdown scorer uh, on the Thanksgiving Day matchup against the Bears. Uh, I like Vikings plus three in San Francisco. They've played uh, basically only close games. Adam relayed the stat. Uh, seven games uh, decided on the final play of the game for the Vikings. And then Jeff, uh, Seahawks versus the team, first half under 23. Those are our lead pipe locks. Um, now, let's not go anywhere, guys. we got to figure out a uh, podcast parlay this week. So... Uh, a few things we all agreed on. We all uh, are feeling pretty good about the uh, Titans-Patriots over 44. Um, do we want to include that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I think say so. I like that. Um, we had talked about Bears-Lions over 41 and a half, um, but there's some other options. I, 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 I like, like that, that one. one. Let's, yeah, let's do that, that one. Okay. Um, we also, all three of us, like the Cowboys, and then we're all on the Packers. Uh, I, now that huh. that line moved from seven and a half to seven, I feel a lot more confident with the Cowboys than the Pack. 
I do feel better about that one, yeah. Um, do do any uh, maybe Texan Jets over Evan or I do like that one. Um, <laughs> I like the Cowboys. We could do the Cowboys. Get a couple of Thanksgiving games in there. I mean, even last week that Cowboys defense looked really good against the Chiefs. So they're they're yeah. offense will bounce. Yeah, back. It, it it was just that, that game was just fugazi offense for the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're they're gonna have a lot. They'll have success against this Raiders. They team. they got their ass kicked last Thanksgiving, so they're gonna be looking to. I'll do flip either. the script. What do you guys? What do you two feel? Want to do Cowboys? I like the Cowboys. Do it for the boys. Okay, so to it's rehash it's for the boys. Titans Patriots over forty four, Bears Lions over forty one and a half, Cowboys minus seven. Let's do it. Let's do it. Lock Love it up. It. All right. Um, Jeff, give us uh, give us one more breakdown of the social media before we head out of here. All right, guys. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter, both at SLFootballGuys. Uh, you get some real mediocre content up there, but you definitely get updates on the guys' uh, picks of the week and locks and parlays and yeah everything they talk about in the podcast for the most part all the main stuff i keep you guys posted on that looks like you're uh, making a couple gifts uh ready to roll out to come and oh, do yeah. the show here i won't i won't have time to do I've, them I've during been a little distracted so. watching that <laughs> so. you know that, that was that was that's pretty cool the, the social yeah, media skills like... of kylie jenner it's just <laughs> unstoppable um, yeah before we wrap it up we got uh me and evan got a little Turkey parlay going. Um, couple turkey parlays. Yeah, a couple here. turkey parlays. Uh, Robbie, he'll, he'll fill you in on his uh, pop pop prop bet parlay that he already mentioned. But uh, me and Evan got a side sidebar. Um, you know, normal normal three bets, uh, individual and combine them all. We're gonna do the Lions plus three, the Bears Lions over forty one and a half, same as our podcast parlay, and then the Cowboys minus seven. So very similar to our podcast, Double Marley, but <laughs> you know this one's going to be figured out on Thursday. So yeah. uh, actually, be figured out before the the night game. Yeah, yeah, it'll be figured out by the afternoon. Uh, watching Dallas, and then of course, my I, I, I thought I'd you know have a little fun, you know, picking a prop from each game, and that prop is going to be obviously you know DeAndre Swift scoring it anytime touchdown, um, and then Hunter Renfro and Stefan Diggs under their receiving totals. Um, that you get, um, you know, it's, uh, I'm sure a lot of people don't like to bet unders, but that's where you get some value <laughs> into it because people do like to bet overs. Yeah, uh, a couple good parlays. I'm I'm taking the, any and all action. I'm jumping in on both of these with you guys. Uh, so busy week. Uh, looking forward to it, though. This is always uh, one of the better uh, long weekends of the year. Lots of football involved. Uh, good to see family, and uh, everybody gets a good meal out of it. So. Uh, should be fun. Uh, Jeff, thanks for coming in. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, uh, anytime you me. are in town, you are welcome. Uh, and, uh, of course, we are very appreciative of all the work you're doing on the social media for us. Oh, yeah, thanks, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, whenever people need me make some bad picks for them and some take some bad beats, like I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I, I heard um, Jason Garrett is available to uh, applaud you for all your work that you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have his claps on repeat in my headphones just to keep me keep me hyped up. <laughs> All right, guys, that'll do it for the uh, week twelve episode. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. 
uh, hoping everybody enjoys themselves and uh, uh, we will be back with you uh, this time next week so until then take care Thank <laughs> you.